and this is the podcast, Go Be Great. There's no such thing as TMI here, so let's chat, meet amazing humans, and have conversations about life, confidence, and more without the filter. Come hang weekly as I shed light on the topics we often feel we need to hide as we celebrate the ebbs and flows of learning what being great really looks like. Buckle up, buttercups, and let's go be great together. This show is brought to you by Female Alliance Media, by women, for women. Hi, I'm Christine Daynard, and I would love for you to join me on the Say It Out Loud podcast so you can be encouraged to live your best and most authentic life. On the show, I share my personal stories and conversations with others so you can be empowered by their strength and inspired to take authentic action in your own life. I look forward to seeing you there. Hello, hello. Welcome back, baddies. I am just going to say at the tippity titty tap of this episode that it's going to be filled with spoilers. So a few things. First off, this has been the most requested topic, I think, is the breakdown of the Scandal, specifically the finale episode. And since the reunion is just a few days away, I feel like this coming out right before the reunion is like a bit of a pregame, if you will. Also, if you have no idea what Vanderpump Rules is or any of the people, you might not be into this, bitch, and that's okay. That's okay. Today's episode is going to be like a girls chat, like we're watching it together on the couch. Breakdown. You're, we're, we're all in the group chat. We have all just entered the chat, if you feel me on that. So um, all of the spoilers, if you even want to potentially watch Vanderpump Rules from the beginning and catch up and have it be uh, a, a potential show that you're into then also might want to skip because then you're just, it's going to all be spoiled for you. So a few things. What are we watching? What are we listening? Um, Queer Eye is out. And when I tell you that is one of my favorite feel good shows, I'm typically not into those types of shows, but if it's Queer Eye, immediately, yes. There is not one episode that goes by that I do not cry <laughs> empathetic and and happy tears in I just think that they are just so filled with light and love and I just love seeing how they spread such joy to the world and I also just think that I am a very empathetic crier as it is so when you see somebody so joyfully happy and just feeling good in their space and in themselves oh just lights me the fuck up Secondly, something else I wanted to note is that um, if you've been following me for a while on the Instagram or just life in general, I am a big menstrual cup lover. I think I talk about my period every episode or just like every other episode ends up. I'm either PMS or like here we are. So welcome to Vagina Monologues. But I am a big menstrual cup lover. I have loved it the past couple times. It has done me dirty. I don't know. I think I just need to change like what I'm using maybe. Um, so I'm going to explore some options. So any fellow menstrual cup lovers, slot in to the DMs and let me know which ones you like because I think I just need to go shopping. I think it's time to level up um, because we are just having a tough time on days two and three out in these streets. It's really, it's becoming a gamble that I am not willing to play. I don't want to, I don't like gambling unless I'm betting on myself. Shout out to Beyonce for that. Uh, ever hear that quote she said um, I'm not much of a gambler but I'm willing to bet if there's one thing I'm willing to bet on it's myself mm. yes bitch anyway sidetracked um, yeah any recommendations in that department would be greatly appreciated because days two and three it's not giving me the support and loyalty that I 
have previously experienced, if you know what I'm saying. Lastly, vibe check. Um, we have 17 days left in the school year. And when I tell you that, I think I have said this the last few years, but the I, this is the hardest in my career. This year has been so draining. I think it was like a delayed onset of trauma with these kids and as much as we want to say that kids are so resilient yes fact however they also went through a very traumatic experience and we're seeing it because there is zero tolerance for coexisting with anyone else and it's all about them and it's everyone else's fault and not theirs so it's been a year it's been a year of coming into the trauma and dealing with it and just like teaching how to be humans on top of like also take these state tests you know what I'm saying it's awful but anyway that's the vibe I'm exhausted and I'm burned out and I cannot wait for summer my fellow teachers or people who work in education check on them we are not well we are not well um and we're just doing the best we can with what we've got please give your teachers if you know that they like to partake in a bev Wine and Spirits gift cards for teachers at the end of the year. Nothing will make them happier. Immediate A's across the board. Just kidding. Just kidding. Just kidding. For legal purposes, I'm saying just kidding. Okay. Let's dive in, shall we? Grab a Bev. Grab a snack. Get in some loungewear and some comfies. Or just if you're washing your lady bits, make sure you get real good in there. And let's talk about the scandal. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, so when I rewatched this to record this episode, I took notes as if I was in a master's level course and I went scene by scene and I broke it down. Some things that like I even resonated with at like from my personal experiences. Let's dive in. I guess the trigger warning for this episode would be cheating. Okay, okay. Um... Now, there's there's layers to this. OK, I'm going to make some bold statements that not that some people might not agree with. I also have some unpopular opinions on this. OK, so none of which are in empathy with Tom Fuckface Sandoval. OK, great. So we open up with how Ariana found out. OK, the phone fell. I guess uh, Tom was doing one of his shows first off. What the fuck is that? That's a whole other slew of issues but he's doing the show the phone falls and someone hands it to ariana for safekeeping and when she says she has female or that women's intuition to check the phone mm-hmm, mm-hmm. because any man who's going to call you the crazy one for like wanting to look in the phone unless you like really are just feeling very insecure like there's a difference between feeling ve- being very insecure and like creeping real hard and just having that gut feeling and when she was describing that gut feeling and she checked it, I was like, oh, bitch, this is OK. Buckle up, buttercup, because it's about to get real spicy for you, boo. So finding out in public, first off, and just the fact that it was a screen recording of like them. I don't even know what at first I thought it was like them fucking around. I thought it was them like popping their all over town. But. I think it was just like a screen recording of them talking, it seemed like, right? Correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure that's what it sounded like. So when they're like in the house and they have their assistants, it seemed like they weren't ever alone. And I think Ariana said that on Watch What Happens Live, too. She's like, we're never in the house by ourselves. Like there's always a buffer person, I guess you can call them, whether it's someone's assistant or a a friend, which mm, we love the boundary setting queen. However, when they're having this conversation... And she is describing to him how she found out and how awful it is and da 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 He goes, normally I 
I would delete something like that. Mm. Or just don't do it, Tom. What are you talking? Like, that's going to be your defense. Not that he even really tried to defend himself much. Everything was pointed in her direction. Hi, narcissism. How are you? But I just was like caught off guard by that. That was the first thing I noticed in that scene. And Ariana's composure when they're in their home together talking is just elite. She is very present. She is very aware of what she is saying. Yes, she's emotional. Ob, wouldn't you? Um, but the way that she really articulates herself and holds her composure is just, it makes you want to like reach through the screen and equal parts, like give her a high five, give her a smack on the ass and then give her like the biggest hug and like, mm, come here, girl, nuzzle in my bosom because I know that this shit is hurting you. So I just really, I mean, I love, I've always loved Ariana, but that was just, you leveled up in your bad bitch ism when you can stay present and articulate yourself through that pain and just fully read him, even regardless of what he is saying and trying to point the finger, standing firm in your ground and your self-awareness. Oh yes, live for it. Speaking of this scene, it opens up and Tom is dragging his raggedy cheating ass feet through their home and into the kitchen deeply exhaling as if he's the victim I feel like those are mannerisms where if you want someone to feel bad for you like oh I'm so upset by this so I'm just gonna drag my feet and take a lot of deep breaths and like just want you to feel bad for me in any capacity like no you should be tiptoeing you don't even want that floor to creak because if that floor creaks unleash hell because how dare you creak my floors like come on Stop trying to like play this victim card as if you've really had it tough and going through it. I, I just, I could not. Just those little behaviors alone are things that I think that I've also experienced. So it's like when you are with somebody, whether it's a friend or like whoever it is, and they're just like, you know they did you wrong. And they are just trying to make you feel bad for them. Immediately, no. Like, that shit used to work for me. But I just love that she was like, yeah, not up in here. He also never apologizes for what he did. He talks about how he's sorry how she found out. He's sorry that he didn't, like, say something to her beforehand. Or that, like, it's just, it, all the apologies are not at all holding himself accountable for what he does. He turns everything around on her. He blames her. He gaslights her. It is disgusting. However, I love when Ariana says, I loved you then when you had nothing. Your friendship is BS. And then he yells back at her, which is bananas. He's talking about this deep connection and she is like, deep connection? Like, shut the fuck. You are getting your ego stroked by this fangirl because that's really what she is doing. Um, and I will be referring to her as her real name, Rachel, because that's Raquel. Get the fuck all the way off. Um, but yeah, him saying that, like, he's just starts snapping back at her, screaming back at her. Like, are you loving this Tom? It feels like you might be loving this. It's bananas. And his, ex um, in that same conversation when he says, I just, I lost all my mojo. So you go and fuck my friend. That's what she says back. So you fuck my friend to get your mojo back. Like what? It's giving midlife crisis. It's giving, I don't know what to do with myself. I'm turning 40 and I'm feeling really insecure. So I need somebody else who's young and vibrant and has the intelligence of a cantaloupe to stroke more than just my ego and tell me I'm pretty with my white nails and my dangling earrings. Like get, go somewhere. 
Go Scratch. Also something that I noticed when Tom says, it's important that you know about our deep connection. Why is it important that she knows that? Like to, to make her feel bad? Because that's incredibly toxic and hard. Bruno is playing with his toy in the background. I don't know if you can hear it, but he is freaking out about this as well. Um, like, what? Why? Why do I need to know that? Why are you putting salt in the wound? That's not going to justify your actions by any means. And then he admits that he's going to go see Rachel tomorrow. When she says, oh, are you going to go see Rachel tonight? And he's like, tomorrow. What? How about not at all? How about not at all, Tom? How about absolutely not? Because I want to, like, if he did, he obviously does not, like, want to fix this and blah, da 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 And she just goes, like, I was ride or die for you and had your back. And she really did. Even not just this season, but since day one. Even when she probably knew, which I didn't actually love about their relationship, but because even when she knew that he was in the wrong, she would still have his back and justify his whack-ass behaviors which I didn't love because I didn't feel like that was much of like it obviously wasn't real um but I mean I get why like the loyalty was real on her part at least so and she says I regret every moment I stood up for you and defended you I regret loving you I would have followed you anywhere oh my god that part really got me when she says I would have followed you anywhere Mm, she really would have you're such an idiot Tom um And just the fact that this is all with her best friend is a whole other layer of evil and inhumane and manipulative and just it's just awful. It's really I can't imagine having that happen with a best friend. I can imagine it because I have have been cheated on. There's a difference between I think now I'm going to word myself carefully or at least try to. But like a one time like, oh, I fucked up. Let me, I'm going to own my shit and I'm going to be better. That's one thing. It's a whole other thing to have it consistently happen over time and have like a full out love affair and then not only have that be bad enough, but then to also have it be with her best friend. That makes me feel like I agree with Lala. Well, I'll get into that later, but (laughs) I'm all over the place. Sorry. But I just feel like when someone can be so evil and awful and disloyal to somebody who they plan to spend the rest of their life with that's just next level okay we spent too much time there but I feel like because it was the the first scene it was important now he goes to Schwartz now I this is where I have some unpopular opinions Tom shows more of an apology to Schwartz than he did to Ariana and I also feel like he just really he thinks he's doing something with these tears guys he really does he thinks he's doing something with like the forced um emotional sounds because it's not real tears it's just like groaning and his head is in his hands and it's just so weird like anyone he really thought he was doing something but anybody who has any type of mm, social awareness is gonna be like that's fake as fuck that's fake as fuck So Tom wants everyone to feel bad for him. He goes on this apology tour. His first stop is like kind of their own home with Ariana and then goes on to Schwartz. And here's the thing, guys. I kind of believe Schwartz. I really do. I think that he's very confused. I I don't even know if he is really aware of the timelines at this point. But when the story of like knowing about the one night stand with Rachel and then him being like, yo, that's messed up. Like, okay, I, I believe him. And then hearing about it in October, I think he said again, I believe him. 
Um, and when Tom goes, every time I went to tell her, I got this vibe she just didn't want to know. Bull shit. Do you believe? See, this is what narcissism is. They believe their own shit. You can't even tell them that that's not true because they believe their own bullshit. And that, my friends, you can never get away from. Um, I kind of want narcissism to be a whole other topic in and of itself. But a narcissist doesn't think there, there's anything wrong with them. So when you tell them like, hey, what? No, that's not... That's not at all what's happening. That's what you're telling yourself so that you feel better about what you're doing because you know it's wrong. And you think other people are going to believe you? Mm, nah, that's going to be a no for me, dog. Okay, so then Tom tells Schwartz that he felt something he hasn't felt in a really long time. Listen, yeah, when you do something sexual with somebody other than your life partner of nine years, it's going to feel different. That's what lust is. Like, it's, you know that you're doing something wrong, which I f he definitely got off on. But lust doesn't last forever. Like, it goes away. Just like it, it would for Ariana. Or just like it did for anyone you first start to hang out with. Like, you're really into it because it's new. In this case, it's wrong as fuck, which I think he just loved. So, the fact that it was just new, that wasn't a deep connection. That's just new and exciting for you because you're a sick fuck but Tom also says something that oh my god all Ariana would have had to do was follow me and she would have seen that I wasn't at your house Schwartz what again this is your reasoning this is the conversation that you want to have to try and justify instead of just holding yourself accountable you should just shut up like, just stop talking because there's nothing you're going to say that's correct. And this is where I love that Short said, don't put that responsibility on her. This is on you. Um, See, like, Short says some things in this episode that I'm like, mm, I get it. I get it. Like, yes, he's in the middle because he has businesses and a, a friendship of many years with Tom. But I do feel like he's trying to hold him accountable and be like, and stop him in his tracks when he talks a whole mess. So I'm excited to see if that is going to change in the reunion, if his like story changes from what we saw in the finale, or if he's like just all over the place and it doesn't sound as cohesive as it does in my eyes in the finale, but I'm into it. I don't know, Schwartzy. I feel bad for you, but I also feel like you need to, you know, hold him more accountable publicly. Okay, so we're going to cut back. We're going to take a pause on the apology tour and cut back to Ariana's house with Sheena and Katie. Sheena is a real fucking friend. She is such a good friend. And I haven't always been a champion of Sheena. She irked the shit out of me for a while there, <laughs> a few seasons. But I have really grown to love her this season. Maybe, like, motherhood did something for her. Of course it did. It does something for everyone, right? But I just, she said everything that needed to be said. Um... It starts off with the fact that Charlotte dying, and that's where it started when she left that girl's trip. I feel like it preys on Ariana's grief and vulnerability in such a disgusting way that they both did. Because Tom should not have been out. Like, why are you not home and consoling and supporting your girlfriend that you claim that you want to have this connection with and want to feel like loved by again well you need to be present in order for that to happen and show support like women are not going to want to pop their pussies for anybody what how what for regardless of how long you're together if you don't feel like you're connected to somebody emotionally and that's just 
common sense 101 here, men. Okay. I don't think any men listen to this podcast, but if you are a woman and you are feeling like, oh, I'm not doing it enough. Are you feeling supported? Because you also deserve that. And it's very normal to not want to just bend it over backwards for anybody who isn't showing you or giving you what you need emotionally because emotional stability and emotional intelligence is sexy as fuck people. And now one of my favorite parts of the finale is when Sheena showing how scientifically she cannot make a fist to punch Rachel because of her nails. And that is the, this is the true crime evidence that I live for the full demonstration that she gives in her interview (laughs) on how she physically cannot close a fist yes yes you are cleared you are cleared because that's that was clearly a scratch in and of itself on her face like uh we'll get into that in a minute but mm-hmm. love it sheena more of that please now lala cutting to Lala and talking about the Billy rumors. I did not know that that was a, a rumor that was happening, that Tom and Billy had – Billy was there for like – was that even a full season that she was on? Um, that they had rumors of boning, and I feel like it was confirmed later in the episode, okay? Yeah, I don't know. Did anyone else ever catch that, the Billy rumors? I don't think I ever remember hearing that before this whole debauchery. And now let's all just take a pause because enter DJ James Kennedy. (laughs) His one-liners are just iconic. This is where James Kennedy shines. This is why he's here. He knows it. He knows that, like, tag me in. This is where I'm going to thrive. Because the speakerphone phone call to Rachel is the moment that he has been living for. All the attention is on him. The women are loving what he's saying to her. And he's just like, this is it. I'm about to rock everybody's world. Um, A few highlights from that conversation, shall we? One, quote, how about losing every single person you thought liked you in L.A.? Mm, Good one, James. You done diddly fucked yourself over. (laughs) I want that tattooed somewhere. I just want it on a T-shirt. I want it on a sticker. I want to just be able to, like, smack it on somebody's car when they do somebody dirty, dirty. But you done diddly fucked yourself over. Ah, art. And you trashed it all for Tom Sandoval, his little cocky cock. His British accent makes these quotes so much better. But those were just highlights from that conversation and that whole scene. Loved it. Okay, so now we are in Rachel's apartment. Oh, my God. First off, bizarre, right? It felt so weird like I feel like Tom's having having a a somewhat of a crisis emotionally I don't think he or maybe he's not actually it's really it's either he's really going through it or he's really just a narcissist gaslighting manipulating douche lord which I'm really leaning towards that to be honest with you because that all signs point to that um ew first off why is Tom even there why are we going there to console um you should not be there you should be anywhere but there to be honest and them trying not to kiss on camera is just gross it's so forced and weird and immediately their care for what they've done or feeling like they did anything wrong is not present whatsoever they do not feel bad in this clip they're like hiding their faces and they're smirking about it and it's just so 
evil and mean and like diabolical, to be honest. Um, the quote that we hear, can we kill some of these lights? Oh, that's so much better. And it's LED lights. Tom, what? Listen, I love a good vibe light, but I, uh, that in white nail polish, I refuse to let you kill this for me, Tom. I refuse. So when Rachel thinks that Tom says that he loves her and he says, I love you too. And he's like, I said, they love you, but I love you too. Vomit. Gross. Vomit alert. And then Rachel's laughing about it all imploding. Like, in her interview, she is so giddy, and the producer, whoever's interviewing her, is trying to give her every opportunity, I feel, to feel some type of remorse, and it's just not there. And I don't know if it's not there because she really doesn't understand. Like, she's just not intelligent enough to understand. I don't think that's possible. Like, you have to understand you're not going to go ahead and and bone and start a whole-ass relationship with one of your best friend's life partners you just don't do it so she just really she's a sociopath because she just really just doesn't care and she's like giddy and it's like a high school girl shit and it's just weird and shit Uh, okay so the scratch and he's like tom goes oh just let me see your face oh wow and she's like yeah i mean it really hurts bitch be so fucking for real. She did not punch you. If you got punched, there's no bruising. And your nails, she would have to, like, claw at you. So, again, I'm no forensic scientist here, but I feel like the evidence is showing that your ass scratched yourself. <laughs> or, like, you did something. Because there's just... And maybe it was her nail, like, when she was pushing her away. When Sheena was, like, pushing Rachel away. But it, be so fucking for real. She tries. Rachel, like, tries to be somewhat intelligent I don't know Uh, and she says am I really gonna put myself on the line for someone who would cheat on his girlfriend with me I don't want to be blind to these things or are you really you're (laughs) talking to your best friend's life partner are you really gonna do this to your best friend what do you mean it's not even about you two it's about the person who has been loyal and the whole circle of a family of friends that has been loyal this whole time. What? And Tom just like sitting there with this look on his face and like holding her throat. Oh, listen, listen, there's a time and a place to put hands on. throat. I don't know if that's it. I don't know if that's it. He's just sitting there getting his ego stroked so hard because he's just hearing how much she loves him. And he's just sitting there with his lightning bolt earrings and his white nails. And he just, like, you could tell he just doesn't care about her. He just cares about the attention. Um, And he says to her, well, maybe I'm not washed up. There it is. Bingo. The whole reason of all of this. You felt like you're getting older. You're quote unquote washed up and not this hot guy anymore. So you join a band and want to be the singer and get this attention and get some external validation that you are not washed up. And that is exactly what Rachel is doing for you the fuck oh god are we exhausted i can't believe this episode is already 26 minutes um okay ariana at lvp i do like how lisa validates that no one knowing because i feel like sometimes when you're cheated on i know personally i felt this too there's shame there's embarrassment for all of that like how did i not see it i do think that it was important for ariana to hear that like no one expected this And the maternal comfort that she offers is really nice. I am an LVP fan, for sure. Um, Schwartz at Katie's. He's he's a little bit... He's definitely getting played. Like I said earlier, the Tom Tom hoodie gate, where he says, um, 
Oh, what did he say? How did he, how did he word it? Rachel was wearing the Tom Tom hoodie with like nothing on under it. And Katie says to Schwartz, um, oh, like she's there for you or whatever. Like she's doing this on purpose. And Schwartz says to Katie, I think this was at Coachella, right? When he says, um, oh, trust me, she's not here for me. Do we believe that that was said? I feel like, yeah. <laughs> I think Schwartz just slipped up and he didn't even realize he was saying it, to be honest. I'm just a man in life trying to get by. And he talks about man-eating crocodiles. Okay, disregard. Let's talk about Kristen Doty entering the chat. First off, the comments about Kristen after this episode aired were disgusting. She hasn't been on the show in three years. People look different. People change. Get the fuck out of here. Why is that? That's the least important thing about this whole episode. She offered great support to Ariana. And it's just gross that that was what was initially said about her especially on Twitter, disgusting. Um, I'm living for the burning and manifesting and claiming that she did with Ariana when she's just like, so you want to burn some shit? (laughs) They go outside and she's talking about um, the rocks and she goes and uh, Kristen says to Ariana, yes, to shove up his ass. And and Ariana's like, no lube, not even spit. (laughs) Savage. And um, the very end, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Life is beautiful, so slay we must. Also something I want to get tattooed. Somewhere. I just want to put it somewhere permanently. Maybe I'm just going to put it on, like, a wall. I'm just going to paint it to my wall. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Life is beautiful, so slay we must. Yes, bitch! Okay, so we're almost done. We're headed to girls' night. Or I'm sorry, no, the apology tour continues at LVP with Tom. This will be real quick because it was literally nonsense. It looked like a box that he just needed to check. Um, I love that she didn't hug him hello either. Like, what's up, bitch? Sit down. Sit down, motherfucker. Um, It's really just a continuation of Tom's fake crying and knowing that that's how he's going to get Lisa to ease up on him because she kind of did come in pretty hard. But then she like got a little soft. She She didn't really give it to him the way I wanted her to give it to him. Um... Ariana has a tough time trusting people, and she goes, well, what's she going to think now with you sleeping with one of her best friends? Mm, Slay. Um, The dramatic walking over to the window. Shut the fuck up. There's just zero accountability, and I have zero tolerance for the zero accountability train. So, okay, girls night. Send it to Daryl Hoodie. I need to order one because I just think that's such an iconic line and will last a lifetime. Um, Rachel files the restraining order against Sheena. She just keeps handling all of these people handing all these people the scissors to cut them off to cut her off like what are you doing you're 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 destroying any chance of a relationship with these people that have done nothing but have your back when everybody else saw her for who she really is and short showing up see um, when he felt like he owed her or uh, owed ariana a conversation um and lala's just like <laughs> When he's when she says that he's coming and Lala says, someone muzzle me and put me in a straight jacket. <laughs> I love her so much. It's probably my favorite. Um, love the initial boundary setting that Ariana says uh, with any mention. She when she tells Schwartz, if there's any mention of you feeling bad for Tom, then she's bowing out. She's out of the convo. Sign, seal, deliver. Boo bye. Um, and she tells him, I will not have mutual friends with him. So I am not your friend anymore. Straight to the point. Very understandable. You can't trust your life partner and your best friend. You're definitely not going to trust his, the cheater's bestie. Like, absolutely not. Um, I'm not an it. 
when he says that like I told her I told him that he should stop and like do something about it and she says like I'm not an it um I was ride or die for him the embryos being frozen that she brings up like oh my god my heart again but she really even through the emotions felt her feelings while being very articulate and straight to the point and when she says I I just wish I didn't miss him but I feel like what I miss isn't real oof gut punch Anyone who's been cheated on probably feels the same way. And when I say cheated on, I mean, like, a very significant amount of time, like a full-ass affair. It's just, it's the worst thing. I just don't think that there's any justification in having an affair. Like, okay, yes, things happen. I get it. You can own your shit and move on and be better from it, like I said earlier. But when you are having a whole-ass affair on somebody that you dedicated your life to and behind their back, and there's just no justifying that in my eyes. Like, be a grown-up. And have a conversation. Don't be such a coward. And if you're going to be so bold as to seek outside of your relationship for such a significant amount of time with the same person, then you should also bring that same energy to letting somebody know and, and then gracefully bowing out and taking the time that you need to figure out what you want. And he just doesn't do that. Um, Sandoval going to see Sheena. And he says, when I turned 40, I had a spiritual awakening that I was going to break up with Ariana. And then she get, says, but you didn't. You fucked your best friend instead. Yes, Sheena. Sheena in this conversation with Tom says everything that we have wanted her to, that we all wanted to say. And she really does. She really goes in and she calls him out for Miami girl. And then he immediately says that Ariana knew about it. Oh my God. Gag me and not even in the fun way. So this is where I feel like Tom kind of admits that something happened with Billy because Sheena asks him about any other time and like calls him sick and asks who because he said that there was one other time and then he says that it wasn't a random person so I feel like that confirms the Billy rumors that it wasn't somebody random and then he like tries to divert the conversation um but when she says that like oh I had this spiritual awakening that I wanted to break up with Ariana and he she said Sheena says to him but you didn't do that then you actually have the conversation. You don't be a coward. You want to break up with her, fine. Then you do what you need to do and have all her people rally around her just like we are right now and help her pick up the pieces. You don't fuck her friend. Like, she really lays it on him in the best way. You can tell that Sheena's really, really hurting when she just bows out, when she feels like, okay, you know what? I said what I needed to say. There's no other back and forth that needs to happen. And she has reached her capacity and she's like, I need to go feed my baby and not give you any more time that like he doesn't even deserve an ounce of anybody's time at this point. I don't know what he thought he was doing in this entire episode, but if he thought he was going to like get away with cheating on her, with having anybody feel bad, you thought very much incorrect. So I feel like you can really just see how absolutely awful things have blown up in this entire friend group. And there's just such a ripple effect of all of this. There's such a domino effect of all of these relationships because, yes, um, you know, they're friends on camera. And, yes, it is a reality TV show. But you can just tell that they have forged such a family unit. And this completely blew it up. And especially because you did it in such a gross way. And you did it in such a diabolical, evil, just And you're not even owning it. You're not even going into your hermit self and figuring it out. You're still doing these shows and saying weird shit on stage. Um, Like Rachel isn't for Raquel isn't for me. Can't you see whatever song that was like, just shut up. Just maybe take a minute and not do these things anymore and bow out. 
I don't believe for a second that Rachel is at any type of wellness center. I think she's hiding out somewhere. I don't believe the rumors that she's pregnant, but if she is, that's fucking crazy. Um, like, that's bananas. But, yeah, I just can't wait to see how this unfolds on the reunion. And it's it either better be three hours long or three different parts because I, I'm this can't be just an hour, right? Like, we, we need more. We need more. So that's all my thoughts and feelings. Don't have affairs on people. Own your shit. And if you want to leave, then leave. <laughs> or hold yourself accountable when you fuck up. Because I have, that is very hard to do, I know. But like I said, I think it was last week's episode when I said accountability is such a love language. Like, I just feel like there's at least a level of respect when you can hold yourself accountable when you fuck up. But when you just keep doing it and your justifications for it are pointing the finger in every other direction besides owning it and doing something about it and taking action against it and taking action towards being better, then there's just no coming back from that. And you did it with her best friend. Gross. So I hope that that, you know, (laughs) I'm not going to say it made you feel any better, but (laughs) usually that's how I wrap things up on these episodes. But I just hope that maybe you feel the same way. I am here for some banter back and forth. DM me your thoughts uh, at my Instagram or gobegreatpod at gmail.com. Let's talk about it together. My DMs are always open to unpack this with you all. If there's anything in here that you, even if you disagree with something or if you have a different perspective on the situation or the relationships or body language or anything that I mentioned, let's hear it. Let's hear it. And let's all get ready for the fourth quarter of the Super Bowl, which is the reunion on Wednesday night. I think it's Wednesday night, right? Wednesday night or Thursday night? Let's go. I should, like, put the Vanderpump. I don't think there's probably rights to the Vanderpump theme music. But anyway, shake your ass and go be great.